Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm a high performance coach who uses science, spirituality, and play to help you remember who you are so you can welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into your life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited for this week's episode. I hope you love it very, very much. But before we get to that, have you gotten your human design chart from me yet? You can get it for free from me at kelseyabbott.com. So come on over. If you haven't gotten your chart yet, come on over and get it. And if you've gotten your chart or that just doesn't light you up, but you want to know how you're doing in alignment, come on over to kelseyabbott.com and take the alignment quiz. The link to both of these is in the show notes. I love you so much. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, Lindsay. We're going to dive into your kids now. Lynn, I'm so excited. So how long have you known about human design and how long have you had like some knowledge of your kids charts? You were literally the one who introduced me to it. So a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your son's chart right now. I'm distracted by it because Oh, I'm just going to dive in because I can't wait. Tell me everything. <laughs> um, you and he have a similar gift and it's a gift I have too, the gift of deep listening. Mm. And it's this gift where, and I want you to be able to explain this to him as he gets older. Mm-hmm. It's the gift where people tell you their life stories. Mm. It's the gift where people tell you their stuff and you don't have to try to hold on to it. Mm. It doesn't land in your head. There's, in fact, for you, you have an open ajna. There's no place for it to land in there. It just, it lands in your body. And then you consciously kind of transmute it and it becomes your own wisdom. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly, as you're having conversations with people, you are collecting wisdom. Interesting. So same, same for Liam. And so when he's in college and he's like, people just come up and tell me everything. Like, yes, that's one of your biggest gifts. Yeah, Isn't that amazing? He's a very approachable guy. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the comments he often gets in his, like from on his report card is he's, he's such a leader in the classroom and he like, people just aren't like, he's just not intimidating. You know, he's very like, people, he makes friends very easily. Mm-hmm. And I love that about him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and right now, so he's a six, two, he's a six, two projector. And right now he's a three, two, he's learning through personal experience, which let's talk about that. And actually both of your kids have six lines. Your daughter's a four, six. So she's a four, three right now, learning through personal experiences. Let's talk about how you parent that because (laughs) they have, they literally two or three line, you can tell them you're not going to like that. Or I really think you're going to like that. And they're like, thanks mom, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help. You're the biggest thing you can do is cheer them on. But that means they literally have to fall down Mm. and learn how to pick themselves back up. And what's that like? How do you do it? (laughs) That is the hardest thing a, a parent will ever do, I think, is allow 
their child to make their own mistakes and learn from falling off their bike and you know all of the the difficult things where you know I I often catch myself saying you know be careful but too many times to my kids and I mean it does feel like it falls on deaf ears because mm-hmm. <laughs> they just do it anyways um but to see your kids in pain I mean there's nothing like it you just you'd give anything to take the pain away and I'm getting a little bit better I think at recognizing that this is their opportunity for growth and their opportunity to learn but man it's hard (laughs) yeah yeah and your son's a superstar hockey goalie Yes. Oh my so God. he's getting pummeled with pucks all the time. He is. He is. And his biggest difficulty too, is the mindset piece of being a goalie is, you know, letting his team down. If they lose, he feel like he feels like it's all on him. Um, and just, it, he's got quite a bit of anxiety as well. So just nervousness around, new situations and not knowing what to expect. Um, When he knows the plan, he's great, but it's just these like new experiences and, and fear of the unknown is his big thing. Well, So he, oh my goodness. He only has two defined centers. So he's got seven places where he's feeling other people's stuff. Yeah. He's, I want to talk about two places in particular with regards to what you said. One, his open G center, like you, he has an open G center, meaning he's going to be a different person in different environments and he's going to be a different person around different people. If Uh he tries to cling to who he is, he's going to suffer. Right. Because there's an infinite number of versions of him. Mm-hmm. and everyone is perfect except when he doesn't feel good and then mm-hmm. he gets to know oh I don't feel good in this place so I'm gonna leave interesting yeah he is I mean I look at him with my parents and super comfortable la- laid back you know at home here with me he's such a joker he's so funny but yeah I'll see him with friends and he's he's just different and yeah, a little bit more reserved. I mean, he's the quietest guy in his hockey change room and yet the loudest person at home, you know? <laughs> so I guess just allowing him to have that like mm-hmm. chameleon-like ability and just- Yeah, and to know. own it and not feel mm-hmm. guilty. Like he's not, he needs to be louder at hockey or it needs to be quieter at home. Yeah, oh, I like that. He also, he's got an open spleen, so he's going to feel and amplify other people's fears. That's where he's feeling the anxiety. Dang. Yeah. So it's not his. Oh, that's so interesting. So, so he takes like little people's worries and yeah. feels them hugely. Right. And I see this a lot, I think, when, when he spends a fair amount of time with his dad and no shade on the the ex-husband, but, you know, just different mindsets, right? Different environments, you know, being with me, being over with dad. And, 
yeah, his dad is more of an anxious person, more of a worrier. And I can see, you know, when he comes, comes over and he's just spent a lot of time there, there is this amplification of that anxiety and just, I don't know, how do you, how do you help someone release the fears that aren't theirs? Like what do you So he's 10, right? So you can have a conversation with him, I think, to be like, when you're, do you notice when you feel those fears? How do you feel about them? Not, what if they're not yours? Right. What if you're picking them up from other people? Mm -hmm. Like, it's as though when you go over to dad's house, you put on dad's clothes. Right. And you don't actually have to do that. You're, you will automatically. And then this could be interesting. Can you then give more compassion to the people around you? Because they're feeling those things and they don't feel them as big as you do. Mm -hmm. But like, okay. So let's imagine you lose your phone and you're like, I'm frustrated. I'm a little bit worried. He's going to feel it as like, God, mom lost her phone. But if he can realize that that's your worry, not fear, that's your worry. And then can he help you? Can he help you find it? Mm. Yes. So you mentioned something, I think the other day about inviting him to do things. Yes. That part of the projector. Yeah. He's a projector. So he needs to be invited. Right. Right. I've been doing that a little bit with, with kind of chore related things and just, Oh, Hey, would you mind, you know, bringing your plates to the kitchen counter and just like being very, and he's so willing, you know, it's (laughs) rather than just do this. Yeah, no, they, they love it, but it is true. Projectors want to be invited and then they want to be invited to guide people. So he sees everything going on, which is why a goalie is such a perfect position for him. Cause it's like, I think you've heard me describe projectors before as the bird on the branch watching everyone else. And that's him in goal watching the whole thing. And it gives him the perfect place to, it probably actually gives him an invitation to tell other people what to do, what he's seeing. Yes. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Interesting. Oh, I love that he's a goalie. That's so Mm -hmm. in alignment for him. Oh, that's cool. So projectors are here to take existing systems and make them more effective and efficient and guide the rest of us. Mm. They need to be invited to do that guiding. And when they're not invited, it does not go well. Mm. Because we can't receive their wisdom. Mm. So he's got to be invited so that the recipient has cleared space for his wisdom to land. Wow. Yeah. I feel like there's so many, so many ways I can integrate that into how I engage with him. What are you going to do? What's, what's coming up for you? Uh, Just, yeah. With the chores thing, I feel like that's working really well. I think just sometimes, you know, at bedtime, bedtime is often that moment of vulnerability where kids will open up and share And I feel like I can do a little bit more inviting there and just asking, you know, what's, what would you like to share with me? Or is there, 
Is there anything that you'd like to, you know, get off of your heart or get off of your chest or just do a little bit more prompting? Is that the right angle? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then remember as a projector, and your daughter's a manifester too. We'll talk about her in a second. But as a projector, he doesn't have the same sacral engine that you have. So right. as a generator, you wake up every morning, full tank, ready to go. You fall into bed, empty, depleted. And yet your sacral engine is going all night long. Mm-hmm. So if your kids ever sleep with you, they're not going to sleep well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he doesn't have that engine. So helping him manage his energy, he has zero motor centers. Hmm. So he might need to take a nap. Sometimes his friends might be like gung-ho and he's toast. But he's also going to feel and amplify everyone else's motor energy. Like Mm -hmm. generators are the most common energy type. So his team is likely filled with generators and manifesting generators. And so I bet when he's on the rink, like totally amplifying all of that, he probably seems like he has the most energy of anyone. And then he comes home and just crashes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Bedtime is a big, like he is right out. Mm-hmm. So just giving him permission Yeah, for that. It's okay to just, you don't have the same engine. You're not designed to go all day. Yeah. And he is one who will articulate, I need a bit of downtime. And Clara does not say that he Mm -hmm. will be like, Nope, I can't. uh, I don't, I'm not up for going here or there going to see grandma and grandpa this afternoon. I need some time to relax. Awesome. (laughs) Which is also like, he's a, he's a mental projector. He is here to speak his, speak his opinions. He's actually a genius freak. (laughs) <laughs> Which means it's basically like he's like from the future. Oh. He has these unique insights and opinions that the rest of us will get eventually, but he gets them first mm. and he shares them without being invited to share them. People are going to think he's a freak. If he shares them when people have invited him to share, they're going to think he's a genius. Interesting. Well, I'll be sure to tell him he's a genius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes let's let's switch over to clara do you have any other questions about i'm sure you have tons of questions but do you have any other questions about liam before we switch i think we can switch over yeah i'm excited to hear about clara a little bit too okay so this is your little manifester Mm -hmm. so it's noteworthy that you have zero emotions in your family Mm. so the three of you all have open emotional centers which means any emotions and noting the difference between feelings and emotions, feelings come from thoughts, but any emotion that appears in your little household isn't, it, it's not yours. Mm. Wow. Cause there's a lot of emotion, especially from Clara. Mm-hmm. She has quite a short fuse. She reacts really strongly to things. She hurts like her, anger sometimes like she'll just get so like fiery that she'll need to like you know slam the car door and like really get like she gets so wrapped up in her emotion (laughs) but I guess it's not hers per se yes and 
for manifestors, the sign that they're in alignment is peace. The sign they're out of alignment is anger. Mm. And manifestors typically feel angry when they feel like they are trapped. Mm -hmm. When Mm. they feel like they've been put in a box. Mm. And they feel, yeah, they got it. They're not meant for boxes. They're not meant for labels. Hmm. They're the energetic leaders of their family. Yes. And they're the energetic leaders of every space they're in they're here to create movements energetic movements Mm. and their energy is really really big Mm -hmm. so their energy is going to be delicious for some people and terrifying for others and the people that are scared by it it's just not for them Mm -hmm. so she's got to be at peace with those aren't my people especially as a four six So Clara is very, very deep. Like she will, she will ponder death and like, like she, she asks about heaven and what is it like to die? And she'll get weepy thinking about it. She'll talk, she'll say the most profound things about love. Like I'll ask her, what, what do you love most about yourself? And she'll say like, that I am love. What? Like since she was like could talk, she's been this way, just so deep and feels things just like so she amplifies everything. So where do you feel like is that because of her four sixness or her manifester? Both. Both. So four sixes, we are very deep and so not interested in the shallow end. No. Um, and as a manifest, manifestors don't need parenting. Yeah, they just need someone to give them food and shelter, and probably rides to places. Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's very freeing for me. I think what I'm learning more and more about parenting is that, like, it's not a dictatorship. I am not here to say this is the way everything needs to be. Everybody needs to fall in line. I am learning as much from my kids as they are learning from me. And it's like this cyclical thing. Yeah, I'm responsible for getting the food on the table and like getting to hockey practice on time. But man, like just energetically, boy, oh boy, am I ever learning so much from that. <laughs> and that's the point. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, So Clara as a manifester, She's going to, she doesn't have a sacral engine either, but she gets urges Mm. and she'll get an urge to do something Mm -hmm. and she's got to follow that urge. If she can explain it, it's not an urge. So it's just going to be like this urge to go play in the playground and she's got to follow it through. And you as a parent are just there to make sure it's going to be safe, but let her follow it through. And then she's supposed to rest until the next urge comes through. Interesting. That is so bang on with her because she's, she's like oblivious to time. She does not care if we're about to leave the house in five minutes, she has an urge to pull out the hot glue gun and start doing crafting. (laughs) She's going to do it. No matter if I say, you know what, we're leaving right away. Probably not the best idea to get wrapped up in a new art project. She does it. (laughs) She she is so your teacher. She is so That's your teacher. Right. We talked about your rigidity around yes. efficiency and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fine if we're a little late, mom. 
<laughs> I need to do this art project. That's important. Yeah. And yeah, it challenges me for sure. Can you imagine what it's like for her to be trapped in school with that? Right. right. Like with a schedule. Okay. Now we're switching to another subject. No, I'm not done with this one. Totally. I think about that a lot. The school system and how rigid you know, that whole environment is in, and we've talked about this too of, so both my kids are actually dyslexic and, you know, their brains are literally not wired to work with the way that schools traditionally teach reading. And they, you know, I've done so much talking to them about how, you know what, this is a gift that your brain is just designed a little bit differently. It doesn't mean it's bad or wrong or less than anybody else's, but yeah, th- this funnel that we like force our kids through and just like, here are the subjects and here's how it works. And this is when the bell rings. I mean, this is not conducive to every type, probably not most types. Yeah, no, no types, actually. <laughs> no right? types. Oh, why do we do this to yeah. our children? I think this is part of the big push towards homeschooling for so many parents. Yeah. You're like, this is totally opposite of your design. Right. can't make you do that. Yeah. And just, yeah, I feel like there's so much happening in greater society around these types of things and looking at organizations and, you know, is this the way, you know, we've done this this way for a long time, but is this necessarily the best way to do it? And just, yeah. I love that we're all waking up to this like sense of, you know what, maybe we're all built a little differently and maybe we can allow for room for people to do things the way that they want to do them that feels good and not just force everybody into this nine to five Monday to Friday situation and all the rest you know and this is as we come into the new paradigm this is the wake up that we're all getting ready for this 2027 as everything comes into the new paradigm where we take personal responsibility and we do things in our own unique, weird way. And we celebrate others for doing things in their own unique way. And manifestations happen instantly and it all just flows. Mm-hmm. And that old way of doing nine to five jobs and nine to two schools or whatever was yeah. great. It's just maybe not anymore. Right. But it used to be great when we needed to have everyone safe in one building. Yeah. And like in a safe place where you know where they are. Yeah. Wow. We're in an exciting time. We are. We're all evolving. And you've got a freaking manifester and projector to lead you through it. I'm so lucky. (laughs) So manifestors also, they see things first. Um, So their job is to inform. So I don't know if Clara just leaves the room and you're like, what? Where'd she go? Yeah, get her in the practice of being like, I'm going to go to my room for a second, or I'm going to go hug that tree, or I'm going to get the hot glue gun, or whatever, telling you what she's doing, because they're they're just here to inform on what they're doing and also what they see. Like, mm-hmm. why can't so-and-so see that we're going to be friends by the end of the year? Because they're not a manifester and you see that first. Right. Right. Oh, I love this. And, you know, I think both my kids, 
in a lot of ways are embracing and living their gifts, like maybe even more than me because they haven't had as much conditioning, social conditioning around what needs to happen and the way they need to behave and live their lives. Um, so I feel like, yeah, in a lot of ways, they can show me how to like embrace their, mm-hmm. their, yeah, their trueness and who they are. Yeah. yeah. This is why they're your teachers. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm a mother. I got it now. <laughs> exactly. This is why you signed up for this. This is why they signed on with you. Yes. Right. Oh, beautiful. Lindsay, thank you so much. Yes, thank this you. This has been so fun. So much fun. I love it. I could do this all day. <laughs> I know. We may. I, I absolutely could too. And maybe we'll maybe definitely we'll do more yeah i will i would love to chat more yes yes please thank you love you kelsey love you Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please share it with anyone else you know who needs to hear it. And if it lights you up to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, let's talk about you. If you don't have your human design chart from me, go and get it at KelseyAbbott.com. If you are interested in one of the Find Your Awesome Podcast events coming up, go to kelseyabbott.com. You will find everything you need there. Thank you so much for listening. You are amazing. You are wonderful. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome. Awesome.